Good afternoon. Welcome to Community Focus. I'm Tess Taylor. My guest today is Tim Houle. He is the Crow Wing County Administrator. And Tim, as always, welcome back to Community Focus. Thanks for having me back, Tess. I think the last time I was here, it was snowing. Oh boy, let's not go there. It's not. (laughs) It's not, definitely not snowing, and we are happy about that. Yes. Let's get into it. We are into May, and uh, what's going on right now with the county that uh, you want to make the listeners aware of? Well, you know, legislative session is going on right now, and so some of the county's priorities... uh, Um, We certainly are looking for the county government is an extension of state government. And so we do a lot of the things that state government requires to be done, especially in health and human services arena. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we have all sorts of services like that that we do on behalf of the state. One of them is probation services. And so the folks that are coming out of the state prison system that go on on probation or even just out of the county system and for whatever reasons are going on probation. Um, we have seen populations in the jails going down um, as good. we are starting to decriminalize some of the offenses we used to criminalize. Mm-hmm. Um, what that sometimes means, however, is more people are going on to probation. And so that is a high priority for us to uh, have the state cover more of the costs of doing those services mm-hmm. for them. Uh, we also are focused on changes in the market value exclusion. This is particularly important for your listeners who are seeing some rapid market value changes, mm-hmm. and the real estate market is just crazy on fire again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we're seeing those market values reflected. The market value exclusion for your taxes is the amount that is excluded from taxation. Okay. And so if you live there and it's your primary residence, there can be an exclusion of a certain amount of your market value. That number hasn't changed since this new system replaced the old homestead and egg credit system. Okay. That's about 10 years. And Ooh. so the price, the, the value of that exclusion has slowly eroded with inflation over the course of time. Mm-hmm. And we would like to see it brought up to current levels and then indexed for the future for inflation. That would help to prevent some of the shifts that we have seen from uh, commercial properties over to residential properties. So that's a high priority for us. Um, And then we have all sorts of different priorities around bonding and infrastructure investments, local control and preemption. That's an interesting one with the uh, cannabis legislation that's going through the House and the Senate. There's active debates in those two legislations about how much local control we will be able to have. Mm-hmm. Will we? Uh, will the county board or city councils be able to specify? Uh, is there a limit? Can they prohibit? Uh, right now, it looks like local units of government will not be able to prohibit. Um, what local governments may be able to do is set a limit on the number, or uh, time, place, and manner restrictions. Oh, okay. Um, and so they'd have to be, you know, in conformity with zoning laws. Um, so I think that there's going to be that's going to be a big impact for local governments across the state in just trying to come to terms with to what degree can we regulate uh, cannabis mm-hmm. outlets and to what degree do local policymaking boards wish to regulate. I think there are going to be some real limitations on local government's ability to do it based on the House and Senate bills that I'm seeing right now. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I want your listeners to understand that because at a certain point in time, it may not be that your city council has a choice in the matter. Right. And and so I do expect that we're going to hear from constituents who are going to say, you know, I, I would prefer that's not here at all. 
um, and we may not have that choice. And right. so if we don't have the choice, then we're going to have to live with the law as it's passed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's going to be an issue um, in the local communities as well. And how can our listeners here locally kind of keep up on on what comes of all of this? Is it to look at our county website or what's the best way to follow that? You know, the best way to follow it is probably through uh, the local news. Yeah. And, and so... Test, okay. you know, you can help us. And, <laughs> I'll and try to is, keep track. <laughs> it is kind of, you know, what's going on at the legislature. So I would yeah. track with the news. I happen to have the benefit of uh, professional associations that mm-hmm. help me to keep close track of what's going on at okay. the legislature. And so there's a lot of uh, those of us that work in the public sector are going to have tools like that mm-hmm. uh, for the public. It's primarily the newspaper. Yeah. And, you know, watching what the news is reporting on the different versions that are in the House bill versus the Senate bill, mm-hmm. you know, until those are reconciled, and they're the same. Right. Then it goes to the governor for a signature. Mm-hmm. That's the one you really got to be yeah. concerned about is what ends up in ink mm-hmm. that yeah, dried. Exactly. And in, in careful on what you see and read on on the internet and that kind of stuff. It's otherwise, it can be the equivalent of trying to watch a horse race. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, you know, one horse goes, you know, faster than it, and they switch leads. Yeah. And at the end of the day, there's only one winner. Right. And so the bill that crosses the finish line and mm-hmm. gets the governor's signature, signature. that's yep. the winner. That's okay. the one we do. So there is an element of you shouldn't put too much stock into the ebbs and flows of the legislative process, but what comes out the other end is important to all of us. Sounds good. All right, we'll keep our eye on that. Uh, Property tax payments, ooh, we love the sound of that. You know, death and taxes, Tess, death and (laughs) taxes, right? Uh, Exactly. You know, I'm gonna start a little bit on the value side of this. We we measure um, every winter how much time and effort and salt and resources and the cost of the truck that we put into uh, plowing snow. For the 2022-2023 snowplow season, and mind you, for us, that spans over multiple budget years. Yes. We, but for that snow season, our team plowed 100 inches of snow. That was a record snowfall. Oh the team worked more than 10,000 hours removing snow and ice on 550 miles of county roads. It cost about $2.3 million. Yikes. Right? Oh, my. And, and that is a lot of money. Yeah. But then when you also take into account that there are 26,600 households in mm-hmm. Crow Wing County, that's not people, that's households. Households, yeah. Uh, what you find out is that the cost of snow plowing all of the county roads cost each household in Crow Wing County $89 per household. I don't know about you, but I think it's worth it. <laughs> we're, we're a little bashful about that yeah. because with a record snowfall, that number is higher yeah. than it has been in years past. But I would still point out that it's probably on par with everybody's cell phone bill for oh, yeah. one month. Yeah, exactly. And so it's it's a really good value, I think, uh, of course. Uh, so I always like to talk about that at the time when death and taxes, we got to pay our taxes. <laughs> That's right, we do. The first half of property taxes are due Monday, May 15th, and you have several options for paying. Obviously, we'd love to see you at our counters. Um, love to have folks come in and visit with us. Um, so you can do that in person, but you can also do it online or by phone. Uh, you can do uh, an e-check, a debit, or a credit card. You can go to our website, Crow wing.gov and click on the online services Mm -hmm. and then there's a tab for pay your taxes Uh, and it'll walk you through how to do that for an e-check a debit or a credit card there is a charge for doing that okay Um, by mail you can also send us a check or money order Uh, there is no additional charge for doing that and of course showing up and writing a check uh, there's no additional charge for that Um, so you can send it in by mail of course the um 
Envelopes are in the statements for you to make it easy for you. On average, Crow Wing County keeps 31 cents of every dollar that we collect from these property tax statements. The other 69 cents of every dollar goes to our local schools, our mm-hmm. local cities, our local townships, the other local units of government that we collect on their behalf. Okay. 31 cents of it stays with Crow Wing County to provide the public safety services, the highway construction, uh, maintenance and snow plowing, courts, waters and wetland, community, land, veteran, and administrative services. And we need all of that. We do. You know, it we is, do. Uh, uh, it, those are important things, too. If we're not safe in our person yeah. or our property, um, we live in a state of chaos. And yeah. so being able to call 911 and having someone show up is pretty important. It is very much very important. Okay. Good to know on that. And you said the first half due May 15th. When that is correct. Okay. And, uh, oh, yes, <laughs> spring is in the air, spring cleaning underway. And I don't know about you, but uh, in my garage slash basement, I got a couple of cans of stuff that probably wouldn't go on my walls real well now. We can bring that in, can't we? <laughs> Absolutely. Our household hazardous waste facility is now open at the landfill all day. When the landfill is open, there's no cost to drop off these things that you know we shouldn't be dumping down a drain yeah. or putting into the river mm-hmm. or dumping on the ground. Uh, And so we're making it as simple and easy for you to bring those things to us to protect the environment that we all hold so dear. It keeps those chemicals out of the environment and particularly protects our water resources. Some of the chemicals are very strong and Mm -hmm. can pollute thousands and thousands of gallons of groundwater. And so it's just not a good thing to have that in our groundwater. No, especially one of of our main resources up here for tourism too, you know. Absolutely. Drinking tourism, all of it. It's the engine that drives our progress, isn't Mm -hmm. it? And I think we all know that. Um, We're also going to hold a business electronics recycling event on Thursday, May 18th from 9 to 1. This is an important opportunity for businesses who, you know, we all... Uh, anybody that goes to work knows they we that's where most of the computers are. And so we offer this business recycling event. Um, if you're a business that would like to establish a charge account, you can contact the landfill prior to the event. Otherwise, you can bring things out the day of the event. That's Thursday, May 18th from 9 to 1. Okay. And then we are going to be opening a new recycling center at the landfill, trying to create a little bit more of a one-stop shop for you to drop off all your recycling and hazardous waste disposal needs so that we can make it all near the front entrance. Okay. So you don't have to go too far into the landfill to get rid of your recycling or or your household hazardous waste. Nice. So we expect that that's going to be open um, this spring uh, and looking forward to having county residents have an easier uh, disposal option for recycling. Nice. Okay. We can always do more of that. Mm-hmm. Good things. Uh, oh, my. I, I'm looking at your list here, and I see the uh, County Watercraft Inspection Program. Mm-hmm. Time to be watching out and getting ready to uh, put those boats out on the waters. And uh, they they need inspectors. We need inspectors. <laughs> and uh, these are resources that come to counties from the state of Minnesota based mm-hmm. on the number of public landings. Okay. Parking spots at public landings is how they allocate the resources for AIS inspections. That's, I guess I did not know that exact fact. Yeah. So cool. we get these resources, and it is to try to limit the spread of aquatic invasive species, uh, curly leaf pondweed, Eurasian water milfoil, spiny water fleas, um, whatever that happens to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we allocate these out. We go to boat landings, these landings, and inspect watercraft that are coming in and coming out and help help educate uh, folks about what it is that we're concerned about in terms of that transport. Okay. Um, you know, I don't think that everybody is born with knowledge about how Eurasian water <laughs> milfoil transport gets transported. Yeah, pretty sure not. <laughs> and so I think we can help boaters do the right thing, and I think most people want to want do the to. right thing. Yes. Uh, they may not know what the right thing is to do. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to help folks to 
uh, just keep our lakes as clean and, and pure as possible. We need inspectors for those programs. If you're uh, any of your listeners are out there and they have someone who needs a great summer job, think about that one. Standing, this is right. almost like being a lifeguard. I was going to say, by the water in yep. the sun all summer. Yeah. Standing by the water and, <laughs> and meeting people and meeting people who are <laughs> having recreation. I mean, they're usually in a good mood, good mood. And, and so it's a mm-hmm. great job for summer uh, kids. And so if anyone is interested in coming to work for Crow Wing County and our watercraft inspection program, that also could be retired. Uh, seniors uh, might be a great opportunity for them if they want to get out of the house. Crowwing.gov and coming to uh, our website, you will see careers and Mm -hmm. we're looking for inspectors now. Okay, very good. I like that one. And uh, do I understand you're having uh, some sort of a fair coming up here too, Tim? Yeah, it's a jail transitions resource fair. If you think about it, uh, a lot of the folks that go into jail, I would say two-thirds of the folks that are going into our jails are struggling with some kind of mental health or chemical dependency issue. Yep. And so trying to make sure that we connect them with the resources uh, that once they get out of the jail, if we don't do anything to intervene, more than likely people will return back to the same people, places, Mm -hmm. and things that got them into trouble in the first place. That's true. And so we're trying to set this intervention cycle in motion where we connect them with the resources to help them deal with the underlying mental health and chemical dependency problems. Awesome. It it, It is all designed around trying to help people achieve stability. Love it. So that they don't come back to see us. We love the residents of Crow Wing County, but mm-hmm. that's not where we want to meet you. Is this kind of part of that second chances yes. uh, deal that we've been recently talking about here in the county? Yep. And awesome. we're expecting more than 100 of our inmates will attend the resource fair. Many of them have a strong desire to change their lives. They and do. And when they we do. have them incarcerated, they're sober. Yeah. Or they're on their medications. Yep. And what you see is that they're different people. Totally. When they're sober mm-hmm. and when they're on their medications, but they're going to struggle with when they leave, mm-hmm. how do we manage this? And yeah. so trying to help them to achieve stability. These are transitional resources in the community. The participating organizations include our local colleges, social service organizations, employment, housing, and a variety of other community resources just to try to help people get to the stability and to deal with the underlying issues that are causing them to come to see us in the first place. Very good. Love that idea. And there is help. That's the thing. And people who are struggling, even if they've been in jail or not, there is Mm -hmm. help out there. And there are definitely resources here in our county uh, to help you achieve those goals. Absolutely. And if if you're out there and you aren't incarcerated and you're struggling with those things, give us a call at uh, Community Services. Check out our website, crowwing.gov. Tess, you're right. There yep. are resources out there. Yep. People do not need to struggle in silence. Nope, not at all. So we will uh, we'll send folks to that. Please uh, make a point to attend that. And again, you said that is on Wednesday, May 24th at the Crow Wing County Jail? Yep. Okay, very good. Tim, anything else we need to uh, hit on before we wrap it up here today? I'm sure we could keep talking about county business <laughs> all day, Tess, but I doubt your listeners want to hear me drone on. It's all good. We appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to be here, Tim, and uh, we'll talk again next month. Always enjoy it. Thanks for having me, Thank Tess. you. Tim Houle, the Crow Wing County Administrator, my guest today. I'm Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget, you can listen to Community Focus anytime through our website, 1067wjjy.com, or through our free downloadable app powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.